Welcome sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. And welcome to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill. I'm Linda. I'm Charles. Hey, I'm Seth. I'm Jenna. I'm Chris. And today we're going to be talking about uh, the new film that's out on Netflix called Don't Look Up. And uh, probably throw in some comparisons to another film that uh, Charles oh. said kind of reminded him of, uh, of the movie, uh, Soylent Green. Right, Charles? In a way, yeah. 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 I just look. Uh, yeah, I'd recommend if if you're if you kind of like this and you're it, it, it was it, well, it was just interesting to me that Soylent Green has some very similar warnings, and um, but but shot back in '73, it's supposed to take place this year. Oh, really? I didn't know. 2022. Yeah. I mean, what, a, what is the explicit warning from Soylent Green though? Because uh, people may have interpreted a, a bunch of different meanings from. Don't look up. Which oh, spoiler right, alert right, right. Well, the metaphor. Well, the metaphor I, I heard was it was a metaphor was um, global warming versus in Swayland. I'm sorry. And don't look up. It's an asteroid about to hit the Earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the, um, the the it was supposed to be a metaphor for global warming. Is my understanding. Okay. Um, okay. You may disagree with that. I mean, I think it was more of a, a denial of science, period, a warning I, for that. But Soylent Green that was, was the Green. first stuff I, yeah, Soylent Green is a little more direct. Yeah. But was, yeah. but you're saying Soylent Green also was a warning for a global warning warming? Uh, yes, it was. If you oh, okay. It. So I didn't realize. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, and that's, <laughs> yeah, it's surprising when you watch it. Yeah. That's what they start with. Is huh. This is popul- population, but also greenhouse gases have destroyed the oceans. Uh, mm. So is that why they're feeding people to people in Soylent Green? Is because they're out of food from the ocean? Yeah, that's what spoiler you're alert. Yeah, they already I mean, said there'd be spoiler alert. Right. And look how old this movie is. Right. But but it's a similar to me. It was a similar. Um, <sighs> It's awful. Well, I'll tell you what, it it, it was more, you watch Don't Look Up and you end up depressed. Really? And that's what made me think of Soylent Green, because Seth had had said something about being, it was a depressing movie, actually, even though it's supposed to be a comedy. (laughs) Yeah. And then I I thought, well, what what movie made me feel like that from before? And I remember, okay, so Soylent Green made me feel about the same years ago. Yeah, so it was kind of a depressing film in a way because, I mean, yeah, it was supposed to be a comedy and it and it was funny. uh, It's a dark comedy, like pitch black humor. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, it's all sort of about how, you know, where we are today, uh, even a matter of life and death, like a, a 
10 mile wide asteroid that's going to plunge into the earth and basically wipe out all of life uh, still ends up being politicized. And you have yes. groups on one side, um, you know, saying, don't look up because it doesn't, it's not real. It's, it's fake. And the other side saying, look up, you can see it. It's right there. And the parallels with what we're going through right now with uh, COVID and all of that, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of jarring in a sense, I think. And, uh, you know, also um, when they go to the White House to try to explain what's happening, uh, the White House doesn't want to do anything about it. Their, their uh, response is, oh, well, this asteroid is going to come and destroy all life. Well, I think we should sit tight and assess. Is there, uh, is there yeah, response? The line, the, yeah, the line, the part, that part in the movie is they're like, the, the president is like, oh, what's the chances of this happening? And they're like 99.9%. And she's like, oh, let's call it 70% then. And they're like, no, let's not do that. That's not what we were saying. Right. And the obsession with like, no, we have midterms first. And then they don't want to do anything until there's another scandal that could ruin her chance at the midterms. They right. want to distract the people by acknowledging this crisis. Right. Yeah. And of course, the, the president has her son as her chief of staff. So there's that whole nepotism in the White House, a parallel to what we've seen recently. The, the, yeah, there's I a clear Trump and Trump Jr. vibe, vibe going Fairly, on there. Yeah, there is. I, I will say I have not seen this level of com comedy from Meryl Streep since Death Becomes Her. And I was... It, I did love hating her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So like we, we said the movie did, de did depress me and it did like this movie just about crushed my spirits, but it's a good movie. Yeah. Like the, all the cast is amazing. The, <laughs> the effect, just like everything is top notch. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really good. Worth watching. Um, and a very good satire. Um, I, I also loved uh, the uh, the slam on the media too, where oh, yeah. you know the these uh, astronomers uh, or astrophysicists, whatever they um, aren't getting any traction with the White House, obviously, and so they decide to go public with this, and so they end up going on a talk show, and it's almost like a Fox and Friends type of show where they go on and. And they're they're coming with this message that the world's going to end in four months or six months, whatever it is. And the one guy, all he wants to know is it, what the chances are that this asteroid is going to hit his ex-wife's house. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. I, I mean, I was really impressed. Kate Blanchett, too. I didn't realize until the credits that's who she was. Brie. Yeah, I didn't either. Like she stepped outside herself really well. And the way they did her makeup, they really Americanized her look. Yeah, so much that I couldn't even recognize her. I was like, "There's something about her," but I was like, "Oh, it's just whatever actress." And then right. it's like it gets to the crest, and then I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> right. And so then, of course, uh, at this point, um, you know, the, uh, the they're trying to bring it out in the media, and of course, this is when you start seeing the uh, politicization of the whole thing, and and the country sort of breaking into the two camps the don't look up camp and the look up camp. And of course the white house uh, is going out and doing their uh, Trump style. Um, well, 
well to get to this point like yeah. the 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 astronomers make the discovery that there is a, an asteroid coming it's going to impact the earth in six months the white house initially blows them off so they go public and shortly after they do that they kind of the the government kind of tries to ruin their lives and then they mm -hmm. come back and say oh well now we're taking it seriously because it's a midterms issue and they can rally support behind it <laughs> and so they put together this heroic effort to blow up the asteroid and uh sometime in here we're introduced to uh basically a steve jobs type character who's making uh or elon musk maybe yeah, yeah elon musk steve jobs it's kind of like a character like that uh who or uh the guy in charge of facebook mark zuckerberg like it's yeah. all of it's them all of them combined into right. one and so they the government is doing the right thing weird weirdly enough they get ron perlman to man a mission to lead all these nukes up to a blow the asteroid off mission. course something yep. that's got an 80 percent chance of success they launch it and at the last minute they call it off because the tech mogul has had his people researching the asteroid and found out that mm, there's a lot of rare earth metals up in there. It could be good for new cell phones. Yeah, it could be good for his new cell phone product. And so at the very last instant, he comes in and talks to the president because he's a platinum level donor or whatever, which means he's got access to her whenever he wants. And he gets her to call off the mission so that they can, instead of diverting the asteroid, they want to use these high... Yeah, it's the guy right in the middle of the picture that you can see that Linda shared. And he gets them to agree to a plan where they will attempt to blow it into small controllable chunks that wouldn't affect the Earth. And all the scientists are like, no, 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 no. The more, the more that, like, at first he says they've got all the scientists on board. He says this is extremely soundproof, just as like likely to go right as the original decision to divert it. And then, like Leonardo DiCaprio character, who's still trying to collaborate with the presidency to have some sort of sway and insight into what's actually going on just sees more and more scientists getting kicked off the team and peer reviews coming that this is not possible. This is not going to work from engineers and other astronomers. And it causes him to just finally realize that the powers that be are not going to listen. They're not going to listen to science because they already found a narrative that they want to, that is profitable because it doesn't seem to sink in how much danger they're in. And, um, because of lack of scientific understanding. <laughs> mm -hmm. And and so he loses his shit finally in this big epic monologue at the end that seems to kind of end it like Bill said, you know, and Charles, a lot of different things and discussions that are going on right now behind climate change, behind COVID. It's like, if we can't just look up and say, all agree, that is a comet, that is a comet about to strike the earth and we know it's gonna happen then how are we supposed to talk to each other about anything? What, what do we do? Yeah, that was probably the most serious line of the entire 
movie of the one that you're supposed to take away was when he finally loses it. He's done yeah. everything that he can. He played by the rules. He played the games. <laughs> he did everything imaginable. And it was still for almost nothing. Yeah. And yeah. so he just loses it. And, and he, they're driving home a message there uh, about, you know, communicating with each other. And just just look. Right. Just look, look understand, comprehend. You know, and instead it was, well, I, I don't have, I'm going to look down. You yeah. know, F you. Yes. you yeah. know, I, there, there was the part of the movie where the asteroid finally became visible in the sky. <laughs> and he's looking at it in like a combination of wonder and horror that was really like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and God damn it, I can't remember names. Yeah, Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. Like their characters are finally able to see this asteroid that they discovered, and they're looking at it with this combination of wonder and horror that is really well portrayed. Yeah, and I and... think one. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, sir. No, no, no. Go ahead. Oh, okay, I was gonna say, and one of the things uh, was kind of a. Uh, a little uh, running joke through the thing. So when they, when Jennifer Lawrence and um, Leonardo DiCaprio first go to the White House, they end up having to wait a day and then almost a whole nother day <laughs> just to get in to see the president, right? And during for a that birthday time, party, what's that yeah, for? A birthday, for a birthday party. party. Yeah, right, right. They got held up. So anyway, they're sitting out there this waiting. Is spoiler and of course, warning, by the way, we didn't warn about spoilers. No, did we, we did. Okay. Death multiple yeah. times. <laughs> and oh. uh, so, so they're sitting out there, and of course, they're getting hungry. Well, so there's this general who plays the head oh, of God. the Joint Chiefs of Staff, <laughs> and he's supposed to be sitting in on this presentation with him, right? And so he said, "Well, is anybody hungry? I'll go pick. You know, go grab some food." So he runs down to the white house cafeteria or whatever and he comes back with all these bags of chips and stuff and he said yeah he's handing out the chips and he goes yeah they really sock you hurry these bags of chips are like i don't know five or ten ten bucks each uh you know per bag and <laughs> and jennifer lawrence is like oh my god that's let me pay you for that and he's like no 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 i got it and she goes no 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 i insist let me so they all they all give the general you know, one of them only has, I think, like 20, a uh, 20. And he says, yeah, I don't have change. And so he takes the 20 and uh, ends up taking their money. And then later on in the show, they end up back at the White House. And of course, the general's not around because the general had to go to Hawaii for some important meeting. Um, and she goes down <clears throat> to the cafeteria to get something to eat. And uh, she said, oh, who do I pay for these chips? And the lady in there says, what are you talking about? All the food in here is free. <laughs> and no, we don't charge for anything. Yep. This is and, the White House. Yeah. And so all the rest of the show at all these critical moments where stuff is happening, she'll just be sitting there like staring off into space. And she goes, he's a general. Why would he do that? Why would he charge me yeah. $10? She's so hung up on chips? it. Yep. She's like, yeah. it just at doesn't the last make minute, they're looking up at this asteroid coming into the earth, and she's talking to this guy that she happens to be with, and she goes, I, I just don't get that general. I it just boggles my <laughs> mind. It the guy that she happened to be with, by the way, was uh played Paul Atreides yeah. in the new Dune. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh I'm not gonna try his name, I keep butchering it, but uh Timothy Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. Yes. Chalamet. 
Chalamet, Say, sorry. This is, this is where I... He's a Frenchman. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Yes. En français. And uh, Ariana Grande was in it, too. And uh, she had... So, you know, they're doing, yeah. of course, competing uh, rallies for the Don't Look Up and the Do Look Up group, right? And so she's with the, the Do Look Up group. And so she's got this song that I thought was really great. And she's like, you know, um, listen to the goddamn qualified scientists you know kind of yeah. a thing. And mm-hmm. it was just just perfect i mean it's it's the perfect message for our time right now uh mm-hmm. which is which is pretty cool but um yeah listen yeah. to the goddamn scientists right <laughs> right but then the here's what's also the, that that background bullshit that just makes you angry too that they didn't really dig into there were still some scientists who were willing to put their name on there's nothing to worry about or is uh-huh. proportion oh yeah and it and i just thought it was interesting how there wasn't a little bit more addressing of that about the detractors even right. in the scientific community yeah who for whatever motivation was willing to sell out well, it would have been interesting if they would have actually gone into that a little bit and been like, oh, yeah, the scientists who are on about this, uh, these guys are uh, climatologists, biologists, and not a single uh, astrophysicist. No, or- and there was a little bit of that because the head of the woman who detracted, the woman who detracted from it, the Asian woman, was an anesthesiologist. Yeah, yeah, she wasn't even she was yeah. the head of NASA. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pissed them off so much. They were like, "Who is she? What does she even know?" Right, yeah, like uh, the the picture that's up right now, the look on Leonardo DiCaprio's face and Jennifer Lawrence's face. Yeah, that is the look they have. Anytime someone in authority makes a decision or a yeah, comment or a comment, yeah, yeah, so, it just doesn't seem real, right? So, Jennifer <laughs> Lawrence's reaction tends to be more on the is this actually fucking happening right now? Like, did I just hear that? And, yeah, and Leonardo DiCaprio is like really trying to process, like, like, did I not come across clear? How can I word this better? How do right. I get them to understand in a non scientific way? you know yeah. way right and and they do a really great job i got the acting in here you know jenna to your point was 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 top-notch to, to everyone's point it was it was done very well down to the facial expressions that really said the like i'm jokes. talking but i'm not sure you're understanding me yeah, you yeah. Know? well um, and you know one one interesting point in that too that i think is sort of a a little bit of a uh, message to scientists was when Leonardo DiCaprio was in the White House describing what's happening and he's talking in science speak. You know, I we've got it. a, yeah, yeah there's a 0. 0.00 yeah. profile error and the orbital trajectory and the translunar insertion. And he's going into all these complicated descriptions. And of course, all the political people, the White House, the president and the chief of staff, they're all just rolling their eyes and tuning out like what in the hell is like, whoa, 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 about, right? whoa, 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 whoa. This is nonsense. You know? Right. And and we actually, uh, uh, Seth and I uh, watched a little and Linda watched a little clip uh, last night where an actual um, astrophysicist uh, watches the movie and kind of reviews it as the movie went uh, on. That sounds great. Yeah, and it was good. And when they got to that point, she said, yes, she said, you know, this is a very good uh, point to make here in that 
the the science communicators that are that are sharing this crucial information with the public or with politicians really need to dumb it down to the point where it's not you know you're not talking to another scientist you need to make it in layman's terms that anybody can understand <laughs> and um so that i thought that was good too as well so well and, and that was when i was in the engineering college that was one of the one of the points hit home um, if you took technical writing was if you're dealing with politicians or something, don't do anything like abbreviate inches because no one will know what you're talking about there. In writing. <laughs> right. right, right. I you can see that. You can't go FT instead of feet. No one will know. You have to spell it out. Yeah. And <laughs> Which is kind of a sad commentary on the, the people that we elect to political office. Which, yeah, thanks. Yeah. (laughs) So, which was like, I think another uh, really good point that was not as explicit, but it's like you hope people pick up on it is that a couple, a handful of people can change the world, literally. Mm -hmm. Like, people are like, what? And and it depends on who you put into positions of power. Right. Like, (laughs) I mean, you can be a scientist who makes a great discovery, but if the people at the top are not, looking Can't at understand or not in the best well, interest their, their right. motivation is money or re-election right like if they don't see we... what's in it for them yes and it's like they as individuals can have just as much impact to change the world for the worse or the better it's like you really have to take seriously who are you putting into political power yep well on on that note why is it that it was like the U.S. had to solve this problem? Well, yeah, other countries were they they did, but they 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 did bring in like other countries made efforts to do their own thing, but that really wasn't talked about until like it was already done and they their missions were a success or a failure. But there was really no global representation of what was what else was going on outside of the u.s during this time and that 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 actually just thinking about it now is is something that would have been interesting to see and i I, that would have been difficult from the comedy standpoint that this was trying to do because it was about the crazy stuff in the u.s but they did have a failed attempt though yeah Yeah. they they had a failed attempt but that was kind of it and and i guess you know when you look at it like why is you know all the eggs in one basket in the u.s and and that's one of the points that uh, the astrophysicist who we were watching brought up is that uh, when an asteroid like this is discovered, it's announced broadly for other people to review, find, and calculate. And so they would take it to their own governments. Right. And there was some of that, but I think it kind of goes back. I think this was very, uh, there was so much subtle commentary in a lot of things. There is, for a variety of reasons, a bit of sit back and see what the Americans do. Mm-hmm. For yeah, a lot no, of and, and I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, and you know, if the Americans say we're not going to put our resources into blowing something up, we're going to sit back and mine it for the world's good, then the rest of the world is going to assume. Well, I guess that's the U.S. probably knows what they're doing. They have NASA, so let them spend their money on it. Well, and yeah, and that's kind of what I was thinking is like, if you can get the U.S. to use their nukes on it, 
Yeah, we've got more than enough. Well, and and my my thought process too, as I was watching this, paralleled what we're seeing today with the the COVID pandemic. In that, there's just as much of the "don't look up" contingent in in other countries as well. So they're probably having to deal with their own naysaying group, and whether that's actually in with the politicians that are running that particular country that are on the don't look up side or on the other side, um, you know, it kind of parallels exactly what we're seeing today with COVID where some countries are taking it seriously and others aren't. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, the other countries didn't actually start trying to come up with another plan until we were right. until America cut them out of the mineral rights that would have been <laughs> right from the small <laughs> asteroids yep mm-hmm. nope that and the uh the actual astronomers freaking out saying this is not going to work we've got much a lot of scientists saying this isn't going to work mm-hmm. so it was a little depressing at the end a little a little man that really brought me down to earth and it was I mean, I had to go find like a Disney movie or something to watch after that. It was so <laughs> depressing. Uh, Linda, you had the the final dinner scene there open. Yeah, yeah, this this really brings it home because they're sitting here having, you know, the last meal. Yeah. And they're reminiscing. They're talking about funny things and, 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 and going over their lives. All the meanwhile, simultaneously, this asteroid's plummeting into Earth. And, like it's already hit. They're yeah, just waiting hit. for the shock wave to hit them. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they're just trying to ignore it. And it just I I, just, I don't know. I didn't envision this this ending, right? I thought they somehow, resigned themselves to the fact that it was yeah, that they're all gonna change. die. <laughs> Nothing to do. And, Unless, of course, uh, you're the you're the, like the one percent of rich people who got to leave. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I don't know how they expected yes. all those old white guys to repopulate the yeah, I, I don't <laughs> know. That was crazy. So uh, there was. Hold on, before we jump on that though, this 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 was the most depressing part for me. Right. Leonardo DiCaprio has that affair, right? Yeah. He spends months away from his wife, and then the one night he gets back with her is their last night together. Mm-hmm. And I just like that yeah. just killed me. There <laughs> was one thing about that that made that a little bit tolerable and that was uh an earlier scene that really kind of killed uh leonardo dicaprio's will to kind of play along with the politicians where the tech mogul was telling him that they had all this information on him they knew what he was going to do tomorrow they knew what he was going to do 10 years from now they knew how he was going to die. And the guy had said that he couldn't even remember how he was going to die. It was so boring. But he did remember this. He was going to die alone. (laughs) And at the very end of the movie, Leonardo DiCaprio didn't die alone. Uh No. But the funny thing... Yeah. Yeah. The funny yeah, thing was, was, that was though, one bit like that's one of the reasons that like the writing in this movie is so good. It's good and also uh, that all same scene also kind of leads into one of the gags that at the end that actually got me to laugh. <laughs> Talk so about that's that. what that is. <laughs> Talk about yeah. that, uh, Seth. 
the gag yeah <laughs> so at, it, when the mission is launching uh to try and break this asteroid up the president turns to the tech mogul and is like how am i gonna die no no really no i don't want to know no really how am i gonna die and he's just like mm, we don't really know what it means but you're going to be killed by a Vronic. Yeah, a Bronorock. Something uh, yeah, like that. A Bronorock. Yeah. Some, something like that. And then the like the all the rich people, uh, two thousand rich people, get on a generation ship to, or a cryosleep ship to find a new Earth and repopulate it. And yeah, they find these creatures and they immediately kill the president. And he's just like, oh, I guess we just found out what a Bronorock is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and then he's like, "Nobody pet them," <laughs> and then they all die. <laughs> right? Oh, so, yeah, it's desserts. um, and it, so it's like it does it does have that moment of levity at the end, even though it's like a sucker punch to the stomach as to the fact that the Earth dies, right? Um, mm-hmm. and I think it just goes back to the consequences. Like there are, you know, people want to shout and get on the computer and not engage science and they think there's no consequence right and that's where this movie does a great job where it shows how stuff can spiral and snowball yeah mm-hmm. yeah and when it spirals into inaction like we're seeing right now with climate change yes right <laughs> it's um, too big of a problem and people don't want to acknowledge that it's it's going to take a lot of little steps brought together to make a change the other right. thing, if, if, if you really want to question yourself, you try watching this movie again and see if you laugh in the same places. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, right. I, don't, I don't know if I can watch this one again. I watched a little bit of it. I'm like, okay, that's not funny the second time around. Like, <laughs> I recommend everyone watch this movie at least once, but I don't know if I can watch it again. Like, Yeah, the, the ending brought me down so hard. Yeah. Uh, I I cuddled one of my kittens just until they just had to get away from me. <laughs> so, uh, it would be interesting after watching that if you were all to now uh, go watch Death to 2021 that's also on Netflix. What's that is about? A, oh, it is a, a comedy yeah. mockumentary on 2021 in review. Huh. All right. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny. How, um, how depressing is it? Like, it's it sounds hopeful, uh, but I don't know if it's going to have too many similarities to uh, "Don't Look Up." That it it may depress you because you look at the mockumentary because we watched the mockumentary before like a couple of days before we watched "Don't Look Up." And I think if we had watched them in reverse, it might have been like, oh, God, this is not nearly as funny. Well, I don't know. I'll be curious to know your reactions. Like, go watch it. This movie, I have to say, it's going to add some depth to things. There's early on, there's the scene where they're, they're meeting with the president and the president's son goes. Um, well, you know, we hear end of the day scenarios all the time, such as blah, 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 ozone hole, global warming and stuff. <laughs> right. and she finally shuts, she shuts them up and she goes, know your audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, and that, to me, that was the word when you realize that um, 
how that how would you that she doesn't she's not taking any of that seriously period unless of course she was she pretend to she was talking to a scientist right mm-hmm. right the the, the reverse and, and just that it kind of ruined the know your audience uh line for me right I'll probably the next time i hear that line i'll think of this movie <laughs> so <laughs> i kind of think that there's like an alternate cut of this movie where they do the right thing at the start and blow it off course and then that nothing happens but like the everyone just like comes down on the people in power for wasting all these resources over something that was never gonna happen oh yeah that would be another yeah direction this went i didn't even think about that yeah oh shit yeah i could definitely see that happening Hmm. (laughs) all right no but it's uh what's that so there's there's a lot of little commentary there are some it is mostly funny parts um I think it's a way for maybe divided families to come together and have some good conversation afterward. Because I think both sides should be able to see themselves in this. See, I've done, I have been hearing that uh, that the conservatives and the the especially the Trumpers are not liking this movie because they definitely see characterize the followers of the president and the president herself in this movie as being trump and the trump-like organization to the extent where they've got the hats with don't look up so yeah as much as i would like the reality of it they're not i don't see it bringing anyone together because yeah that like i'd like to think it does maybe they if we wanted it to they probably shouldn't have targeted quite so hard like they this, this was intended to trigger from a funny point of view, but it's definitely yeah. a triggering movie. It's a, yeah, I agree. They should have had they should have had a Clinton <laughs> in charge, and then right. I'm sure that would have helped. Yeah. It, well, and you know, I, I mean, like uh, the hats, it, though. <laughs> I, I don't think that it's it's possible to do a movie that's going to work to bring both sides together because our <laughs> our media is so dedicated to um, hyper partisanship and and you know ginning up uh, this faux outrage uh, even over the the smallest of things yep. um, and I don't see that stopping as long as you know it's a uh, there's a revenue driven business right model that they get mm-hmm. you know revenue for clicks and eyeballs so yep. as long as they can get those um and it's proven that they get more of those with uh, ginning up outrage than they do with good stories they're going to keep ginning up the outrage so i don't know how that changes without some sort of uh legislation um <laughs> and we're not going to get that because we can't get you that's know, big government well, and we can't even get uh, fair elections with all the uh, gerrymandering that's going on, and and even mm-hmm. even now all the uh, the rules that are changing as far as voting and uh, restricting mail-in ballots and um, closing polling places in uh, uh, certain areas of uh, towns and and counties in order to uh, give the other side an advantage. So, 
Um, yeah, it's uh, it's sad. It's unfortunate, but I don't know. There's don't know a lot the of bleak is. things with this yeah. movie and our current timeline and how it relates to that. Yeah. So. Yeah, but well, I think that if nothing else, that's what the movie shows. There's a lot of points that they could have changed the course. They could have taken action, yeah. and made a difference. And so that's the challenge. Like. Are you going to be one of those people who just sits back and watches, which is right. what most of the people do in this yeah. movie on both sides? Oh, so so what? Ariana Grande's character sings and does a concert. Uh, what could the other people have done though to pressure politicians and put their funding and pull the uh, like? Like there were there are just ways that you can step up vote change do something with leadership not just sit back and let others do the work for you just like the whole comment earlier about all the other countries what were they doing right well they were sitting back and letting america do whatever they could have stepped up and done something right on their own figured it out so that's that's (laughs) the challenge i think well and i think uh, the other message is here too that how many people voted in the last election right you have that whole group that just kind of doesn't get involved and they, they just say, you know, I'm sick of all the, the ridiculousness, so they don't even vote. And then vote what happens count. is you have such a small percentage of the company, country determining an election and, and then you get more of the same because so many people are not engaged. And I think this movie kind of should serve as a wake-up call to people to say, you know what, if we don't get involved and make sure that we get and that we elect competent people into office, this is this is the direction we're headed. Yeah. So, so yeah, as a lighter note, uh, if you've seen the movie, great. Um, if you've not seen the movie and you're not sure, just give it a chance and, watch and then it. watch Death yeah. 2021 to to get your laugh out yeah watch it and let us know in the comments what you thought yeah and uh, yeah and if you agreed with um with our assessment of it and in uh, the comments yeah so at least at least with this one there's nobody eating people at the end (laughs) right i mean cannibalism say that for sure (laughs) (laughs) The, the president's son definitely survived that's true. Yes. He oh, was yes. the, like, as far as we know, he was the one survivor. He's definitely eating people. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's the other thing. If you, uh, when you watch the movie, there's a mid credits scene and there's also a post credits scene, which is worth, which is worth watching for. So be sure to stay to the end for that. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, on that happy note, um thank you all for tuning in again for this episode of the galactic driftwood podcast again you can uh, check us out on galacticdriftwood.space and you can check out our partner podcasts on synergynation.net that's s-y-n nation.net and uh you know we're on youtube and we're on all of your favorite podcast platforms all the top ones and including some of the ones that aren't even top i'm sure we're out there so (laughs) hey and like and subscribe Yes. And leave us a comment. We, we do read those, uh, uh, even more lately. We're starting to get into that. So, uh, for better or for worse. Yes. So anyway, thank you all again. And we will catch you next time for another show. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Peace. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now, please deactivate your cranial downlinks, collect your towels, and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well.